Flip, we're six games into this season, but already it feels like we have a ton to talk about. Where do you want to start? Yes, who do I want to start? Well, I'll tell you where I want to start. Um, how about start with the starting pitching? How about that? Okay, let's start with starting pitching. Let's go with the starting pitching. Okay, I want to start with the ace, Garrett Cole, if that's okay with you. That, that's fine. It's a good place to start. Two starts into the season. He's 1-0 with a one four six ERA. That's nice, but I don't think you even look at it two starts into the season. That doesn't tell the story. Right. When talking about Garrett Cole, to me, and you know more, the story is his pitch selection. Yes or no? This year versus last year. Uh, more depth. He's got more depth, if that's what you're asking. He's throwing more pitches, like more different types of pitches. Yes, he is. Agreed. Yes. yes. Is. Some of that is, I think he has a little bit more confidence in Sanchez. I think that's part of it, too. Oh, right? yeah, Sanchez, that's true. You know, well, he has to. I mean, because he's got to be able to bury that slider. He's got a pitches he's going to throw are going to be down. And so, I mean, below the knees, some will be in the dirt, some will even bounce. But he's got to be able to have the confidence that whatever he throws, that his catcher is going to be able to block it, catch it, or do something constructive with it. And I don't know that he had total confidence in him, you know, last year. Because, again, remember, he, he basically he had his own catcher. You know, he got Shioka yeah. Last year. So this year is not that. So, you know, so I mean, the Yankees are trying this to see. I think they tried it because they really want, they want to be able to, they want Sanchez to be able to catch a call and, and uh, they'll see how it goes. And so far it's going well, you know, but I think if there was ever trouble after two games, if there was trouble with this, and I think that they would, they would go back to giving him his catcher. That's what I think. That's my own personal opinion, obviously. Yep. But, okay. Uh, but, but anyway, that's not nothing to do with Sanchez. But the way Cole is pitching, Cole is pitching, I mean, Cole's right on the money. I mean, Cole is one of the, He's, I mean, I don't know. He's one of the three or four best pitchers in the game. I mean, I mean, he really is. And he's pitching like it. He's an elite pitcher. He's an ace. And, you know, he, he knows how to pitch. He's, he loves pitching. He talks about pitching constantly. It is what he lives for, thrives for, and is exceptional at. And he just loves, like, talking about it to, to anybody who will listen to him. I mean, he and David Cohn are a, are a marriage made in heaven. That is a marriage made in heaven. To be able to sit there and talk about, the, you know, the, the beauties of a backdoor slider. I mean, it doesn't get better than that in life, does it? So, but he's pitching, he's pitching with, I mean, he's pitching like an ace. He's pitching with confidence. He's pitching with great pitch selection, as you mentioned. And he is, um, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's, let's, there's no question. He's, he is one of the leaders on the team. He is one of the leaders in that, in that clubhouse now. As if he needed one, it's like he created a completely different, a completely new weapon over the, the last two starts that I saw with that changeup. Um, let me give you some numbers. He threw the change up 14 times in each of his last two starts. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. He didn't do that once in, at all last year. In fact, uh-huh. he threw this change up last year 5.6% compared to 14.4%. So he tripled it this year well, so far. That's a, I mean, you could see, I mean, you can see his change up is better. It's appreciably better. Look at all the strikeouts. He pitched, I mean, last night against the Orioles, uh, two nights ago against the Orioles, he was magnificent, just magnificent as we, as we record this. And he was just, he, I mean, he was throwing everything. Everything they were just this was swing and miss. This was, and if you didn't swing and miss it, you stood there, it was a strike. And if you didn't sit there, you swung it. I mean, everything he threw was a strike, whether called or swing and miss. And that tells you a lot about where stuff was. Uh, I have to credit Jack Curry for those percentages. He had a great article about uh, Garrett Cole in uh, on yesnetwork.com, it's still up there. Please go check it out. Um, and now, now I'm going to contradict myself, it's too early to look at stats. I will tell you, though, Cole, 21 strikeouts in his first two games. Yes. Two walks. Two walks. 
I mean, I mean, he, he always had control. I mean, he's one of the things he's noted for is his control. And you can't really, you can't win with the consistency that he's wanted. You can't pitch deep into games if you don't have control. So he's got great control. He, he really does. He's got command too. Remember the difference between control and command. There's a difference. There is. So he's got command and he's got control. Like he knows, he knows how to throw strikes and he knows how to set up batters. That's control and command. So he's got that going for him. And again, you know, again, he's 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 really is great at what he does. I mean, that is that will go down as one of the great Yankee signings. It just will. I would rate that signing a five star rating. You would, if I was reviewing it and subscribing to it, like rate, <laughs> review, and subscribe, which you really like when you do. Thank you very much. Those of you who do it, those of you who haven't done that, and you like this, you better go do it because we'll find out who you are and we will hunt you down. That's who we are. We're very, very, we're very passive aggressive on this show. I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> passive. I mean, my partner is very aggressive. Don't go by what he says and does. Just see him off air. He's very aggressive. So I'm just telling you, you don't want him getting on your case. Rate, review, and subscribe. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Flip. Sticking with pitching, tell me, what did you see from Corey Kluber? Uh, first start was on Saturday. Let me give yeah. you his numbers real quick. Yeah. Four innings pitched, five hits, two runs, one earned, five Ks, three walks. Um, I mean, I saw a guy who hadn't pitched in a long time. I mean, he pitched in spring training, obviously, but he had, he'd pitched like one inning before that the last two years. Uh, and I saw him still trying to shake off rust. Um, his pitch count was – what? how many pitches did he throw? Do you have oh, now you're asking the hard questions. Oh, that's a hard question. Well, anyway, I mean, I think he threw a lot. That's why he lasted the four innings. That's why they took him out. He was on a strict pitch count. Same with Tyone, the same way. They're on, they're on strict pitch counts, I'm sure. Uh, but, but I must tell you, I saw movement on his pitches, nice movement on his pitches, which was strong. I saw velocity. I mean, he humped it up when he needed to, so he had velocity. So he had velocity and movement. Those are the two things you really look for. And like I said, it was, he had some strikeouts. He had swing and miss stuff. Uh, it looked good. I mean, he looked. I mean, he gave up. He gave up a couple of homers, but but I mean, the ones with no one on base don't never hurt you. They really just don't hurt you. They just. Tyone, yeah, Tyone gave up a couple of homers, um, but velocity and movement, like you said, Tyone looked great. Tyone looked tremendous. I mean, for somebody who had two Tommy John surgeries and was about testicular cancer and and has had other sort of maladies and and then and, and had to battle through the last couple of years, that he looked he looked great. I mean, his stuff. I mean, he had awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. And you could see why he was so highly thought of and doubted. And, you know, the question was, this: he had health issues. He couldn't stay on the field, unfortunately. But, but I mean, he looks great. He, he, he stays on the field, and Kluber stays on the field. The Yankees are going to be a force to be reckoned with because it's about starting pitching. Yankees can hit. I know they, they've been sort of uh, hit and miss here in, in the early going in terms of their offense. But, but I mean, they'll straighten that out. They, I, they can hit. That's not their issue. Their issue is pitching. And right now the starting pitching looks really good. I mean, again, it's only a handful of games. It's, it's tough to say a lot when you have a, such, such a small sample size. But if those guys could continue to pitch well, along with Cole, you know Cole will pitch well. You know he will. So this gives you three. If you could get the, those two going, I mean, that's that. And Montgomery's looked really good. So oh, to your I point, you're saving that. I know you were, but I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to save it till the end when people are tuning out and putting on the Yankee game, which has a 6:30 start, which I prefer it start at seven, but I can't do much about that. But anyway, for our ratings, I'm just talking about it being selfish. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm not going to. But what I'm going to tell you is this. I mean, I think. Again, as long as those – if they're starting pitching can, can, like that, you're going to get Severino back at some point too. You'll get him probably by around the All-Star break. And that's, that's the deal that you don't ever have to worry about not going and finding starting pitching. You'll have one and a really good one coming back. So that, you know, Herman will be okay, you know, as long as he keeps uh, some personal issues out of it. I mean, he'll be fine, I think. So you get that. I mean, the Yankees potentially with that starting staff could, be, could, really, could really go deep into October, really go deep. 
But they, you know, they get health is everything. They can't stay healthy. They're going to have trouble. But if they could stay healthy, again, it's an old caveat of the game. It's with that with everything. If they stay healthy, the Yankees could really, really cause damage. Really, yeah, cause for damage. me, at least with Kluber and Tyone, it's less about micro analyzing what they did in their first starts. Yes, I think it's at this point, it's okay. You made your start. You feel good now. And you're going to make your next start. I think it's start to start with these guys. Um, and so far, so good, I think. Right now. I mean, right now. But again, you, know, you can't make two starts till you've made one. You can't make three till you make two, right? So they got to continue to, to do it as they go along, to your point. That's true. And, um, you know, but right now, right now, it looks like, look, if the most important thing was not so much how they, if they pitched okay, that would have been all right. It's really what happens the next day. It's like, can they raise their arms? Do they feel okay? Do they, I mean, is, does everybody feel sound and, and physically sound and, and, uh, you know, that's the thing. So as long as they sit, could say that, and they can, apparently. So we're in, a good, we're in a good place with them. This is good. It's exciting. Very, it's good, exciting. very good job by the Yankee front office to put this together the way they did. More exciting for me is I get to say I told you so, because yeah. Montgomery just looked like he's ready. He's primed to have a huge season. You, you're right. You talked about him as being an X factor. I didn't see him so much as being an X factor. I thought Sanchez would be the X factor. But well, I mean, That's fair. Yeah, but but Montgomery is pitching pitched really well in spring training. He looked great. He looked really great too. So I mean, look, when you win it, if you're going to win, you got to. I always talk about you got to get help from unexpected places. And the Yankees, like any team, will need help from unexpected places. You know, and one of those places would be. I know they they like Montgomery, but they had him in the back end of the rotation. If he if he could pitch the way he did the other day, and he starts pitching more like a more like a two or a three than a four or a five, that's a major that's major progress for him. Major progress. Major progress. Yeah. While you're talking, I'm I'm uh, surfing Twitter. Breaking news: uh, John Carlos Stanton's grand slam just landed. Did you see that thing? <laughs> I did. I Are did. you kidding me? It went to Mars somewhere. 471 foot. What What have you seen out of Stanton so far? I don't think his numbers are there. He's batting 238 right now. But what I've seen, I like the swings. I like the exit velocity seen? on everything he hits is like ridiculous. So he's hitting the ball hard. I mean, he's hitting the ball hard. He's had some strikeouts. When he's not striking out, he's hitting the ball hard. I mean, what I see is I see a guy who's confident. He's confident at the plate. You know, he's, he's getting good looks, and his swing is solid. So, you know, he looks good. He looks he had a nice spring. He looked good. I mean, he's, carrying, he's picking up where he left off in the postseason. You mean, I mean, that grand slam was big. I mean, that, 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 that's, that's a game-winning hit right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Let so. me ask you something. Are you okay with him sitting the third game in the season? Um, you know, you know, I don't know. I can't really answer that. It's not that I'm ducking it. I just don't know because I don't know really what his medical situation is. You don't know if he says a slight tweak of something and then they're just taking a precaution or maybe they're just giving him a rest, which they could be doing. I mean, I, I can't answer that. That's a really a boon question more than it is a flip question. So I, I would say that they know obviously a lot more than we do about that. Not what we're doing is speculating, but if, but if he's totally healthy and everything is good and I don't know, I don't know that any of that. I can't speak to that, but say he is, then, you know, I'm, I'd shake my head a little bit about it. It's a little early to be sitting, but like I said, they, they know their plans. And, and, they're, and you know, again, I don't know the game that he sat was the, the guy replaced him was, was, it was a Frazier playing the outfield or who was DHing them? How do they handle it? You know, I don't know. They must've had a reason for doing what they did. They always do. So um, to answer the question is I really can't answer it other than to say that I think that uh, if he really is healthy and, but, and there really is no good reason, just, they just decided to do it then I would sort of scratch my head at it. But again, it's a long season with a guy that's had a history of injuries. So you're trying to protect him as much as you are anything else. That's what I think, right? So yeah. I'm looking at it like Boone's version of NBA load management. If he has to sit 
uh, a certain amount of games, then he sits those games as long as he's okay for the postseason run. Uh, and he replicates what he did last postseason. Yeah. Sit him. That's fine. Works sure. for me. I mean, me too. Um, speaking of nights off, Judge was off Thursday with general soreness in the side. Yeah. Any reason for concern there from you? Well, anytime you've had a history of injury, there's always concern when somebody's is considered, you know, whether they sit with general soreness or general Chow or general Milton or general whomever, general Bradley, general Patton. Anytime. Oh, those are jokes. General. Those are jokes. I get it. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> you really, you really are. You must have had a great lunch today. Huh? Kevin, you must have really oh, had, killed it today. Um, but the, um, yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I, I'm always concerned when anytime a player's had a history of injury and they're out for, for, you know, for a minor something or other else. I don't, I don't know that either. I don't know what those situ- what that situation is. Again, you just have to monitor that carefully because I will tell you, we've talked about this. The Yankees are a different team when Judge is on that field. He's got to stay on that field. He's got to stay on that field. Do you, have you trademarked that yet? Stay on the field. I should, right? That's my, my company. The name of my company should be Stay on the Field Productions, right? <laughs> stay on the Field Productions. <laughs> Was that your Vince McMahon impersonation? Hello, Pally. What's going on? <laughs> hey, Pally. Hey. <laughs> Uh, hey, speaking Pally. of, hey, are you watching um, WrestleMania this weekend? Your friend and mine, Shane McMahon, yeah. steel yeah. cage match against Braun Strowman this Saturday on, at WrestleMania. Oh, man. Poor Sean. Poor, yeah. poor Shane. Yeah. Shane. Yeah. He's called him Sean. Yeah, He's called him that. Sean. Hey, Shane. Poor Shane. Yeah, that's tough. He's got a tough match there. That's, those cage, cage matches are tough. <laughs> they are, man. It's like our staff meetings. It's like a, those steel cage match sometimes. It's those staff meetings we have. But, Anyway, sometimes, sometimes, you, um, yeah, I'm taking a severe left turn here. What do you think of WWE Network going to Peacock now? Um, I think it's a good move for Peacock and it's a good move for WWE. It's a win win, it really yeah, it's is. It's a win win, it is. I mean, it really helps the Peacock Network because that you just got you know, how many, how many thousands of wrestling fans now will go over and get Peacock. That we didn't have it before, so it's 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 important for Peacock. They need a beachhead. They need a bigger beachhead than they've had. That's a major success uh, claim for them. It will be, and it's good for the WWE as well. I think it, the economics make a ton of sense. I think it was one billion dollars over five years to yeah. WWE. That's a lot of money. It's um, more than they would. A lot of guys. money, right? And they don't have the I cost think so, of it. Right, they don't have the cost of it. And on top of that, um, if you listen to the earnings calls, that is a raise compared off to the WWE network. Absolutely. Um, so it's big win so. for them and a big win for Peacock too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how we veered off on that, but let's get back to the Yankees. I don't know. Um, I'm just going with you. I'll just follow where you're <laughs> going here. Can we talk about uh Rugnet Odor now? Sure. Is he in All a right, steel like... cage match with Batista? <laughs> Are they in he a steel be... cage match? No. <laughs> Let me were. recap the deal for you. Then I want to They get were your... though. Remember that? You remember, remember that? I remember that. Yeah, so that was some. That was some fight. Well, that was. Fight. It was actually like a quick knockout. Was yeah. wasn't anything else? I'm seeing that's my phone. It must be Jared again. Your phone is always ringing. All right, Odor comes over from the Rangers. In exchange, Texas gets minor leaguers Antonio Cabello and Josh Stowers. The the uh, highlight of the deal. Yeah. You look at that look you're giving me. The highlight of the deal is Texas obviously eats the 27 million or much of the 27 million. That that is the highlight. That is the deal. It's called yeah. like you need the Texas needed to clear room on their 40 man, 
which is so important to these teams. You got to have roster space, and they were going to probably release him or cut him, and they just saw it as a way. Well, we're going to get recent. Let's see if we get something for him, and they offered him for uh, you know mid-level prospects, if that. And so the Yankees didn't give up very much. I mean, and they're not paying the salary, so it's a great deal for the Yankees. And this is a left-handed bat. The Yankees need some left-handed bats, and this is a left-handed bat with power. This guy's consistently hit in a range of 30 homers a year for, for his career. So he's, he could hit. He's got power. He's not a big average guy. He doesn't hit for average, but he hits for power. And the Yankees could use that a little bit. He plays, he plays second base, and I, I guess in a pinch he could play for everybody. Anybody could play first. Just throw anybody out there. Here's a club, play first base. I mean, that's what happens in the game. No one's, it seems like I never understood that. And that's not just sometimes what the Yankees have done with this, but other teams, a lot of teams have done this. Like, here, I, go play first base. You know, remember in the movie Moneyball, go play first base. What that yeah. hard? It's incredibly hard. Remember, <laughs> right? Remember, it is hard. It can be if you haven't played it. So, you know, I, I just think that uh, it's a good deal for the Yankees because again, it didn't cost them very much, and it's a very potent, potentially a very potent left-handed bat, particularly at Yankee Stadium. So it's a good deal. So, what will his role be then? Because this is the interesting part, and there's a lot of layers to this. If we start peeling it back, uh, just left mostly bench, bat off the bench. Think. Yeah. yeah, I would think so. I mean, I don't see him as the everyday second baseman, you know. Uh, uh, but I mean, he he could play enough of second base, which is his home. He could play enough that's of this, right? So, so well, that's why I see him. I see him player off the bench most. I don't see him as a starter. No, no. no so I mean, a, you already have your second baseman in Lemayhu. Right. Um, if he's not playing second base, you got Glaber Torres, which we should talk about. Right. Um, we will. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, let's about? put a let's put a pin in Glaber real quick because I do want to ask you something. And yeah, this yeah, is yeah. one of those instances where I think you say it's an opportunity for us to look dumb. Is that what you said? Yes, all the time. Meaning, by the time somebody listens to this, we might already know the answer. But let's play this game. That yeah, we're really dumb. <laughs> you know, we may sound Ooh. dumb and act dumb, but don't let that fool you. We really are dumb. <laughs> all right. Assuming Odor is on the major league roster when he yeah. comes over. Uh huh. Who goes down? I don't want to play GM, but I would I would tend to think that puts Wade in jeopardy. It does, doesn't it? I would think. I just don't I mean, see any other option. You know, uh, well, well, option's a good word. Does he have options? That's a good word, actually. Right. You know, that I don't know. I don't know if he has options or not. But if he has options, and I would tend to think that would be the move. But look, you could, that doesn't mean you, you, you know, you're, you're, they sent you to Siberia. You're never coming back. You know, guys come back all the time. So, you know, he could absolutely come back. But, you know, but his role is a pinch run. Now you've got Talkman doing so well, you know, pinch running. He's like Mr. He's like Ricky Henderson now. You put him out there, he steals bases, does everything. So, I mean, for a guy who's on the team, I don't mean to digress, but I'm going to digress because it ties into Wade. Uh, the fact that he could steal bases, you know, that's so you don't, that negates Wade a little bit. Wade is an infielder. You need infielders. But now you got Odor. Right, so what does that mean? Does it mean he just plays second, or will the Yankees say try another position? We'll see if we can play another position. I mean, I don't think they'll do that, but 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 you know what? If you put him at third, right? But I don't know that he's played third. So where does he play? You know, yeah. you got to figure that out too. I mean, the, the, I, I'm more intrigued with the Schiller playing Schiller playing shortstop. That intrigues me more than anything. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, and we could talk about that. But to your point about options, Talkman doesn't yeah. have any options. No, and Talkman has become this pinch runner. Right. That spells well, he's a weapon now. The... He's a weapon now. Yeah. I mean, a weapon in a way that you didn't see him being. I mean, I, I didn't. I never saw him being a... No, I never did either. I never saw him. Listen, let's put Talkman in a run and he's going to become Maury Wills. 
I mean, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. I don't know who did. But, but now he's a weapon. He's an absolute weapon in that role. And, Yankee, and there's, there's a real need for that. Late in the game, you're uh, you know, behind by a run. You need to manufacture a run. If you know, it's, oh, at least get a guy in scoring position, that's the, Talkman's the guy to do it now. So that's a weapon. Yep. That's a real weapon that uh, Boone has. So, yeah, I'm going to ask you something that's just we should not even be talking about this. Well, as opposed to everything else we talked about, it's it's way too early. Yeah, but Voight's going to come back. Yes, and then who goes down? Like, there's no. You're really obsessed with this roster <laughs> thing, aren't you? This is a big I deal am. for you. Because Don't worry about it. They'll make a move when they need to make a move. I mean, that's a part of the flexibility. Like, Brian Cashman knows what he's doing. They know what they're doing. They'll figure it out. It's obviously not going to be – It's look, if Odor isn't working out by the time – what's his name comes back? Voight, what's his name? will be right. If Voight yeah. comes back, then there's a possibility you could, you could DFA – or you can release – what's his name? Odor. If Odor he's not does. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you, you'll find a spot. Yeah, yeah, you'll find a spot. And part of me thinks, and I think Jay Bruce has been great. I think he's still fighting for his spot. Oh, absolutely. He really is fighting for that spot. I think he, you know, he transitioned to first base great. You think? I think, he's, I think he looks good. You do? I do. Okay. I mean, he bobbled that ball on, uh, what is tonight? He bobbled it on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, but it was, he had a first base. Let me ask you a question. Does an experienced first baseman catch that ball? That, that yes. guy by him? Yes. yes. I didn't okay. say he's gold glove. Like, oh, really? <laughs> I said he's made a nice transition. You don't think an outfielder playing first base who hasn't played first base much is not a transition? You don't think I said he's made a nice transition? Oh, I see. He has, hasn't he? I, I think it's hard to argue. I think he has I, made a nice I, transition. I think you need that left-handed power in a lineup. You just do. I think to think that you don't need it and you're going to win is, I don't know. That's not a tr- line of thought that I would, I would. Uh, I would uh, subscribe to. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would not do that. I, I think you need left-handed power, and I particularly in Yankee Stadium. And I think Bruce is a step in that direction, as as is Odor. The yes. Yankees are recognizing they need left-hand hitters. They don't yes. have very many. They You've been saying them. that for years. I've been saying it for a long time. It's a, it's a deficiency in the team. I don't. I'm not the manager. I'm not the general manager. I don't speak for the team. It's just my own personal opinion. I think that's a deficiency. We put a pin in Glaber. I think we got to talk about him. I know it's not going to be an easy conversation because we're coming off the heels of his era really costing the Yankees because we're recording here on Thursday. Right, that With that in mind and right. looking at it through that lens, yeah. how concerned are you about his defense? And do you have to now at a point do defensive replacements late in games? This, there's so much I can say on this one particular topic. And I would just say this, Okay. I would say, Jared keeps calling me. I would say of this. Of course he does. I, he, I mean, he knows we're recording. He's got to know. Um, I, I would say this about uh, about uh, that. I said in the beginning of the season, we were talking about storylines. One of the storylines I talked about was Glaber playing shortstop. I, I, I think that, I look, I think he's a great hitter. He's a tremendous hitter. An offensive force. When he's right, oh, my oh Lord, can he hit? Can he hit? He's got great bat speed, and he's got good focus at the plate, and he knows what he's doing offensively. He's a great player offensively. Defensively, his best position is probably not shortstop. He's, is he a great shortstop? No. Is he a good shortstop? He's an okay shortstop. But your, your defender, like when you look at defense, your best defender should be either in center field or a shortstop. I've never, like you, we were talking earlier about, you know, putting a defensive replacement. I'd never heard of a defensive replacement for a shortstop. I've never heard of that. In all the years I've been watching baseball, been involved in baseball, you don't take it. Shortstop is an elite defender. 
Glaber is not an elite defender. He's an okay defender, but he's not an elite defender. And you really need a good, you really need shortstop is too critical a position. So the Yankees are going to have to address that in some way down the road. They're going to have to look at that. And I'm sure they're looking at it now. I mean, it's just a matter of just sometimes you can't find the piece that you need. Eventually they will find it. And I think that that, and they've got a great luxury because they can move him to second base where he actually play, he plays good defense second base, a good second baseman. So you can move him to second, get a good shortstop, and you, you'll fix that problem. Okay? And then, yeah. then you got another roster spot. Every move you know, necessitates another move, right? Yeah. It's well, like that the, one's a ton of dominoes once you start doing that, because now it, where does it, DJ LeMahieu go? Right. Well, look, maybe first. we go to the Right. 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 Like, right. But, uh, right, they may have to play that game, you know, at first base. And whatever. Listen, yeah. the, the, look, these are challenges – but this is like, you know, crying with, the, with two loaves of bread, right? The Yankees have a lot of luxury here. They have a lot of talent on this team, and they'll make it work. I mean, they have – and Brian Cashman is extremely resourceful as a GM. You know, he knows what they need. He'll go find it. Sometimes you, the, the, the options that are not really there for you, so you get a piece that plugs a hole until you get the real piece you're looking for. That's kind of the way the Yankees operate, and I think they've done a good job doing that. Let me switch gears a bit. I want to ask you about producing these games because there's these um... – a few new production elements we're seeing this year. Um, oh, by the way, being, remember me talking yeah. about the defense? Like, we need to see the defense more, okay? Next thing I know. That's where I'm going. The guys are sliding the defensive shot. How about that? How about that? That's where I'm going. That, that oh, picture-in-picture defense. Yes. Look at defense. Uh, is that your brainchild? Because I love it. I, I've was, I want to see that. And I said, I want to see more of the defense. I want to see it. And they just said, okay. And they came up with that. So I credit uh, I credit uh, Jared Boschnack. I credit who keeps calling me every two minutes. I credit him. I credit Troy Benjamin, our, our producer, you know, of the Yankee games. I credit them for you know, and we and we have some really great production people as well, APs and stuff who I'm sure contributed. But I would credit the two of them with that because they listen. They listen to me saying I want more more defense, and they figured okay, this is the easiest way to do it, and it's great. It really works well. So kudos to to everyone here at Yes for that. And by the way, it'll be copied in the next ten minutes. You'll start to see other people do. No, but that's what they do with us. They they take our ideas they and they do it. That's what they the, do. But you know what? They but you know what? That's that's a credit to. That's why these people are as good as they are. That's why we have the standing in the industry that we do. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you like it is. Uh, we have that standing because we have people who very very come up with. They take a good idea and they make it great. You know that's what you have to do in our business. You can take a. I mean, I, I gave them a good idea, or something they needed to address, and they made it great. So the, I, could, I congratulate them for that. That's a good what thing. I, what I didn't realize yes. is that there was a need for that. As a viewer, I didn't realize I needed that. And now I see it. Oh, yeah, you need it. I, it's great. It's buried the other way. The other way, we'd, we'd cut haphazardly between hitters and this and that. It'd be all over the place. This way, it's there. It's got slides right in. You could see it. You've got the names. You don't have the dancing boxes. What the hell we were doing with, with last year? I don't know what we were doing. We needed to clean that up. And we did. It's a lot like what you would see from MLB The Show video game, which I think is great. And, and the more we can blend those two mediums, I think, is going to be better for both us yep. and the video game industry. Meaning, yes. um, you know, from our standpoint, you can't argue with wanting to get younger. Yes. Um, and I think that's what you do when you start to blend the two mediums. And from the video game standpoint, they obviously want to look like us because that's their goal. They're trying to replicate the real experience. So. For me, it's great. The second thing I want to ask about is the score bug because we launched it in spring training. Um, kudos to the team there for launching that. But it's it's already starting to evolve. It's spitting out information that I didn't know it was going to spit out between who's due up the next three batters, you know, who's on deck, who's in the hole, who's in the pen. 
different stats. When we sat down to design the bug, okay, we, 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 these are the things we wanted. We sat down and we said, we wanted all these different elements and, you know, and, and then, then it was a matter of, of actually getting there. And that's what Rick Deutschman and his team, you know, had to do. Rick Deutschman is the best graphic designer in this country. He just is. And the folks who don't know the name or whatever, but he's great. And he designs all those specialty graphics that you see on the air. I guess it's all, all comes from his area. I mean, they are sharp looking. I mean, it's, it just makes it want to watch television just because the graphics are so good. And the information obviously on them is imperative, but, and we get that from our research people. So the research people will provide the information, but the look on the air comes from Rick Deutschman and his group, and they do an amazing job, amazing, amazing job. And every time I see, you'll see it, you'll see it because it looks so beautiful. And I just sort of sit there and I'm just, I want to just, I don't care about the game sometimes, I want to look at the graphics. This is so beautiful. I'm so proud of, I'm so proud of the, you know, our group and how hard they work and what they come up with constantly. We constantly challenge them when they constantly go beyond any, any expectations. They, they, above and beyond, they're great at what they do. When I look at the score bug, you know, in today's day and age, you're really fighting for attention right? There's all these other devices that could give you this information and you're giving it to the viewer right there. So, yeah. So you don't have to fight for the attention as much because it's already on the screen. I yep. love it. Yep. Kudos to Rick. Are you on Rick's payroll is one of my questions. <laughs> you do say a lot of nice things about Rick. I do. I like Ricky. I like him a lot. He's a good guy and he uh, knows his stuff. And, uh, I, I we know. have a lot of great people. You know that. I, I, mean, I, I love consider you great, but I won't go there. Don't go there. No, I don't want to go there. It's embarrassing. Why do I want to embarrass you and call you great? I am great. Thanks to the um, <laughs> fans who, by the way, yep. the Yankees fans, big thank you. Uh, record streams on the new Yes app we saw on opening day. So a big thank you to the, uh, to the Yankees fans who helped out there. And while you're rating, rate the Yes app five stars, right? That's a good thing yeah, to I do. Mean, I tell you, the video when it is unbelievable. The video quality in that app is will blow you away. It's unlike anything I've ever. The video player is just great. It's just great. I mean, I could. I mean, I sit there. I sat there. I was in Brown, Florida, and I was watching the Yankees. I was watching the Nets. I was watching everything on the network, the second network, the first network. We had everything, and it looks so beautiful. The pictures look so so beautiful. They, like, they did a great job with that app. They did a great job. Matt, yeah, I think we're. You yeah, we're all. Oh, Matt Duarte? Yeah, give him a plug. Matt Duarte, um, instrumental in the success of the app. Um, and the good news is there's more to come. I don't want to give too much away, but, um, you know, like other apps, this is yeah. phase one. There's more to come. Stay tuned on that. Yes, as long as we tell the finance person, people, we're good. <laughs> what are you saying? I don't know what I'm saying. We got to tell them, make sure that they know we have, to, we have more of this coming. So it's budget. All right, before you get us in trouble, let's go back to the Yankees. No, I, let's go um, back to the finance people. I like it. What's his name? <laughs> What's his name? Yo, what's his name? Ted, Ted Marino? Oh, yeah. Him. Well, that's Ted. Yeah, all right. No, I do like Ted. He's grown on me a lot. No, no jokes. There's a lot of jokes about growing things. He's gotten, he's grown on me a lot, though. Yes. I, I understand him better. I do. He's actually good at what he does. He's great at he's, what he does. Yeah, you guys have to come to a staff meeting. You, you missed, you think this is going to be entertaining on occasion. You got to go to a staff meeting. There's nothing like it. So we should still take us to that. Why don't you put that on the way we do the Jared's uh, production meeting? Let's Facebook Live? Yeah, let's put let's put on a, the staff meeting in the morning. See if I can get Littner to buy by Johnny Littner. Back to the Yankees. Um, you're not helping me. Keep... You just you take a really good idea and you just throw it away. You're I'm trying to, to keep us all employed stuff. here. Oh, you're going to be employed. I mean, look how creative we are. Look how creative I, we are. This is, still... It just takes creativity to do this. <laughs> Don't you feel creative? Don't you feel like part of the creative team? 
I'm begging you to talk about the Yankees. You're going <laughs> to get me in trouble question. here. You're not going to get in trouble. Look, you could say I did it. No one will know. No one listens to the show. I mean, we listen I to the our numbers. fans, too. People are listening to the show. I'm not talking about people. Numbers. I'm talking about our fans. Talking about, you know, the staff meeting. I bet I'll listen to this. All right, we'll, we'll find out in tomorrow's event. All right, let's see who says anything to you. All right, you want to bet me that nobody says anything? Okay, that's good. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. If All tomorrow right. anybody Jared. raises their Other hand. Other than Jared. <laughs> Other than Jared. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, next. This. All right, please, thank you. Uh, it's still early enough, I think, in the Yankee season where we could do some predictions. You on board? Yeah. All right. Who will lead the New York Yankees in home runs this season? Torres. Torres. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm going with John Carlos Stanton. Okay. And I will say, don't sleep on, this is going to sound ridiculous, do not sleep on Luke Voigt because he more than doubled. I know he's not playing until May. He more than doubled the rest of the team last year. Like, uh, that's a good choice if he's healthy. Uh, that's not a bad choice, but yeah, this is, this is all going to be very, I mean, if judge is healthy, I mean, judge healthy is it's 50 or right. close to it. Right. Should Stanton If he's healthy, the same thing, you know, do I see Torres hitting 50? No, I don't, but, but I do see him. You know, and I, I think he's capable of hitting 40. Oh, I agree. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, so, and I think, and I also think it comes down to being healthy. I mean, I'm hopeful that the players can stay healthy. Yankees need the health, especially the outfield. You know, you need a healthy outfield. They're fortunate they have Gardner. They're fortunate that they have Talkman. Yes, fortunate that Frazier, you know, even though he's not a great outfielder, is you know is a really he's really coming on as an offensive player, and he will. He's going to have a big year because he feels like he feels like he's found a home. Like he feels like he's not going to go back and forth to the minors anymore. He feels like a big leaguer now. So I mean, that's that's a good feeling for a player to feel like that they're not going to constantly be moving around. You know. Yeah, I agree. Going back to Glaber, thirty-eight home runs in twenty nineteen. Yeah. He's knocking on the door at 40. And he hit a couple of the playoffs. So, you know, he's, you know, not all the, it's not always the Orioles that he gets home runs off. He kills <laughs> a bunch off of them. Oh my God. He killed them. Uh, how's your I'm team? Still how's sticking... Baltimore doing your team? How's they doing? But they're not my team. The only thing I said was I thought they yeah. were going to make the postseason last year. No, you they got off to a hot no, start. No, no, no. You told me privately how well you, what you predicted them to win the, to be in the world series. Oh gosh. <laughs> you did. I mean, now no one's going to believe a word you say. Why should they? I'm a, I'm a management. I, why should you believe anything I say? It's a management. Uh, <laughs> all right, anyway, here's, here's a silly question. What? But I'll ask it. Who will lead the New York Yankees and wins? Which pitcher? Cole. Cole, obviously. Equally silly question, or potentially equally. Who will lead the New York Yankees in batting average? LeMayu. Duh, right? I would think. All right, speaking of batting average... Yeah. One obviously one of the storylines heading into this season was Gary Sanchez's offense. Yes. Um with that in mind, batting average over or under 200. And before I get into that, that would be an increase of 53 points from last year. Over. I'm going to say over 2. He's a career 237 hitter. I I don't disagree. He's going to yeah. hit over 200. He's not going to hit 160. It's a fair question, though, because that was the storyline heading in. Okay, but I mean, off of last season, which was such an aberration, right? Okay, that's why we're well, both saying quantify. over. Well, that's right. You have to quantify this stuff, though. 
I did. That's why I say he's a career 237. Coming from you. you have to quantify more. I literally said he's a career 237. <laughs> All How right. How many years has his career been? You you chat it up. I'm gonna. Click his, uh, <laughs> what do you need a researcher now? Where's what's his name? Stucco. All right, yeah. seven years. This is his seventh year in the league. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Well, two, 2015 doesn't count. He's two games. Okay, but still in all. Yeah. So it's called six. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Number of wins for the New York Yankees this year. 96. 96. I'm going to say I, I repeated your number only because you weren't even remotely close to the microphone. Oh, I'm sorry. 96. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my age. 96. 96. Yeah. I'm going to say 100. Uh, huh. Two years ago, they won 103. Right. I'm going to say 100. Your 96 is enough to win the East, right? Oh, yeah. They won the East. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Anything else we should uh, predict? Toronto will be a thorn in the Yankees. I, I agree. I just don't think they're there yet. I don't love their pitching. Um, the, Yankees, the Yankees will beat them. The Yankees will beat the White Sox. The White Sox are good, too. The White Sox are really good. They're loaded. They're now. second best in the American League. They have a lot of talent. I, don't, yeah. uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Don't, you, know, you know, I'll tell you something. I mentioned this last the last podcast we did about the Strohs. About they, got, they skated last year. They're not going to skate this year. People are going to hold them accountable for the scandal. They are starting to see it. You see the inflatable yeah. trash can getting thrown out. Yeah, there's been a lot of that stuff going on. They're going to get it this year. They're coming to Yankee Stadium soon too, so that's oh. going to be that's going to be a really good. When is that? I got to look that it's up. Soon. It's like in the next like two weeks, I think. Yeah. See, you wanted it to be later in the season when there's bigger crowds. Yeah, you know I do, but I mean they're gonna they can hear everything now. You can ever hear every trash can being banged now. Hear everything. Good point. It's going to be that is a good point. What else you got, Flip? What do you say? You want to land this guy? The words of Ashley Fugazi, it's time to land a plane. So we're going to land a plane. And remember, rate, review, and subscribe, please. Very important. I'm John Filippelli, and that's Kevin Sullivan. I don't think we did any of that. But anyway, you know who we are. That's why you listen, I hope. And uh, thank you again for your love and support. We appreciate it. We should get some more questions. Kevin, tell them how they can reach us. They want to send us a question. At Curtain Call, yes, on Twitter. That is the best way to find us. At we do look Curtain at that. Call, yes, at Twitter. Yes. At Curtain Call, yes. At Curtain Call slash yes. Just at Curtain Call, yes. At Curtain Call, yes, at Twitter. Yes. Yes. We have a lot of yeses. Cor- correct. <laughs> there you go. All right. The words of Ashley Fugazi. It's time to land a play. Let's land that baby. We'll see you soon. Let's get a guest next week. We'll get a guest. We'll get somebody good for you. Bye bye.